Buckets. Okay. That's the name of my boat, Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Buckets. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give it a go. This shallow, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this is what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets after buckets, baby. You're out of town. It's buckets. What it is, Roman, it's buckets. We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. Hey, Matt. What? Season started, dude. The season started. We didn't establish who was going to intro it. I jumped in, man. Yeah, there you go. You and took it. I swear I updated the banner, but apparently not. So little, little, uh, you know, I got to work out the kinks here in the early games. I actually typed it in here and I didn't hit submit. All Which right. banner? The one across the bottom. I typed it. Was it was updated. Then why did it revert back? You That's see what weird. it was saying at the bottom. Okay, so it was updated. Yeah. No, don't doubt That's yourself. Why I, asked you, I asked you what the score was just to confirm. It was 10160. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd update that. Why did it go back? That's weird. All right. Well, anyway, got W. Absolutely. Just did it again. Am I out of banners here? What happened? Well, while Vish is finishing that up, so Kane's got the dub. 101.60 was the final score, right? Uh, nice margin of victory. I think the advanced analytics are going to like that. There it is. Uh, there we go. <laughs> it's fixed. Shout out to uh, to Jackson. Shout out, Jackson. I was messaging him during the game. Dan Barry always here, and, and I don't know who this Melissa person is, but um, who are you, Melissa? <laughs> Melissa, sounds familiar. Hmm. Don't 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 know many Melissas. I might be mixing up with another Melissa. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, we uh forgot to decide who did the intro, and the 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 problem is our our, our intro is so kick ass. We all just start watching it and forget that the show's gonna go live, and then it's like oh. Sh- we're all on screen. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we fumbled the bag there. But, you know, the Cades didn't didn't have any problems today. But, yeah, no, we, we, we screwed it up. We'll do – Melissa will be on with me tomorrow um, as we kind of get in the season here. We're going to be uh, doing shows at random times with whoever's available. So, uh, today Matt go. is up to bat after – okay, so, like you said, 101.60, not really much of a, of a competitive game as we didn't – as we expected. But – what what was like what kind of stood out to you from this performance? I guess what surprised you because a lot of just to recap some of the stuff we were coming this season. You know, Will Good worked on his mid range game a lot. Uh, Norwich had more, worked on his threes. Um, we saw some of that and, and it looked pretty good. But kind of what stood out to you? Or what surprised you? Uh, yeah, I think I think in terms of surprising, definitely Matthew Cleveland. Um, we talked about this already, Vish. Uh, in our chat and stuff. Yeah, we, might but... have, we might have to talk about maybe not 
having a rolling conversation in the chat. Yeah, it's hard to repeat stuff. I think so. But I mean, I was thinking the same thing, you know, just seeing him, you know, hitting the offensive glass, doing those, those hustle, those hustle plays, um, the way he dives to the basket too, off ball, um, just a super versatile player. I don't know if you saw, um, I, th- I don't remember who gave up the offensive rebound, but he, he literally had like a standing block, like on a center. Like it wasn't like he had a running start. He literally just jumped up and swatted the center that was right next to him. Um, that was really impressive. Um, I thought too, I mentioned this to you already, but his slashing ability and his ability to slash like and get the defense to collapse and pass out of it. I think it created a lot of opportunities for other guys. Um, maybe not a direct assist, but maybe like a hockey assist to some other guys also created some driving lanes uh, and whatnot and just kept the defense off balance. But I would definitely say Matthew Cleveland. Um, and then I would say, I mean, I don't want to take any of yours, Vish, but maybe I'll go with. Um, no, no, go for whatever. It's just going to be a rolling conversation. I'll go with one I know you probably won't say because I know there's two other ones you brought up. I'll go with Bensley's defense. Um, I want to say I was actually talking to Jackson about this. I think he had like like 10 or 12 deflections. I don't It's not like a stat you keep, but just deflections in the in passing lanes. I'm not sure how many steals he had. Um, I do have the box score up here. I want to say it was like two or three. Yeah, he had two steals. Um, just really active applying that ball pressure. You know, that was something that we talked about with him starting next to Nigel that they were going to really value. Um, so I thought, I thought it was something that was big, you know, and I think it's going to be something moving forward that, you know, is going to really help them because, you know, that's the one thing that we've talked about is defensively, you know, how good is this team going to be? Yeah. And and for, for me, um, you know, AJ Casey was really impressive off the bench, especially since he, at least in, to me, surprisingly did not get the first call. It was. Keyshawn George, which we kind of expected. And then I was surprised Nwoko got off the bench before him. Um, yeah. But then he promptly got into foul trouble. And when AJ Casey came out there, he, he looked locked and he looked a lot more confident. He played a really solid game, which is what you want coming off your bench, right? You're not necessarily expecting them to come in there and light it up or do anything. But just it, it, when, when he's not completely different from last year when he was out there, okay, we can, we can have this guy on the court because last year was like, you're just watching the clock, waiting, waiting for the next uh, timeout so that Norchak can come back in. It wasn't like that today. He looked a lot more comfortable. And mm-hmm. the other thing is, is Nigel Pack's ball handling and playmaking was at another level than we saw it all last year. Um, they were definitely rolling the defense to him to prevent him from shooting threes. You could tell that was their game. Yeah. Cutting him out. Didn't get a lot of looks, but he was just, you know, attracting the double teams and dishing the ball out and set up a lot of these nine assists. For Nigel Pack tonight, nine assists. So big, big, big kind of adjustment to his game as he has to go into more of a playmaking role now with that without Zay in the backcourt with him. And and at least I mean, obviously it's competition is what it is, but I don't really remember him flashing that ability much last year in terms of you know attracting the defense and kind of doing the drive and kick stuff, which he did frequently in this game. So it's kind of another part of his game. We all know he can shoot. Like, I mean, that's yeah. not a problem. So it was seeing I think, the mercy of his yeah. game. I think you just see a, a you see him a lot more comfortable in this offense because he came from um, you know an offense where he was he played more off ball right he played with Marquise Noel at um, Kansas State right so he relied more with scoring on off ball screens like pin downs not really creating his own shot so 
you know, he wasn't used to having the ball in his hands at this level, right? Maybe, you know, when he was in high school. So I think you see that comfortability and, you know, it's something that, you know, we're going to really need uh, that playmaking ability because, you know, Isaiah Wong was, was that guy for us last season. Um, also, I want to bring up Norchad. Speaking of playmaking, I know you were probably going to bring this up. Um, you know, obviously the three point shot he made, did he make two or three of them? He um, made two in the first half for sure. He, he made two, two. He was two of two. Two of two. Okay. So he made two of them. And then I don't know if you noticed, they started to close out on him a little bit. And that really opened up, you know, driving lanes for him. Cause I mean, any big guy that's guarding him is not going to have the same foot speed as him. Um, and also his playmaking, man, he looks really comfortable putting the ball on the floor. He would get some of those rebounds, push the ball, push the pace, or he would just throw it out there to whoever was running, um, running down the lane to, um, on the fast break. So that was something that was really impressive to me. Um, just the comfortability, you know, for him and Nigel, um, in this game. So hopefully it, it translates it moving forward. Right. And, and just, uh, you know, to not just Norchad, but no, so Norchad double, double 20 points, 10 boards. Um, Matthew Cleveland had a double, double 16 points, 10 boards. Nigel pack had eight points, nine assists and five rebounds. Um, so Jeez. we're kind of seeing, I know he's, could he have a triple double in one of these games by the end of the year? Um, more, more to come on that. Um, but yeah, so I thought, you know, there's a lot of our, those are those are three of the guys we're kind of relying a lot on. They showed up, and then you know the leading scores actually Wuga, who um, you know put the ball in the basket. Well, I thought he, I thought he was pressing. He started a little bit slow. Early. He was pressing a little bit early. Once he got into a rhythm, a couple of shots went down. He looked a lot better. Five and nine yeah. from three for him. Like you said, yeah. Ben Bensley had a good game shooting three as well, three of six, and Norchad made made his two. So it, it yeah it was a. It was kind of a three-point barrage there for the Canes, especially at the towards the latter half of the first half. Um, yeah, well, so so you know, I think the big thing, my takeaway from this overall is, you know, the only way we were gonna you know keep up with last year's results and or maybe even eclipse them was like the players coming in. We we know we knew Cleveland is supposed to be a star. I mean, it's only one game, but. He's better than I thought he was, to be honest. Um, yeah. But but there was also that that we would um, that that we would need our existing players to diversify their game and and take steps forward to to plug the gaps that are gone from Jordan Miller and and, and Isaiah Wong and I mean you kind of see how again it's NJIT so you have to do it against better competition. We could yeah. certainly see how much Norchad, Nigel, and Wuga have all added to their games. Yeah. That. No, absolutely. Um, I was going to say, too, like Wuga got off to a slow start. I mean, it it looks like, you know, that groin injury was probably affecting him. When he was pulling up on some of those mid-range shots, his legs kind of looked a little awkward. So I don't know if it was, you know, he was kind of unsure um, um, of putting his weight on and whatnot. Um, But, you know, he definitely got comfortable. Him shooting the three, like, I think Jack McClinton said this on the broadcast. Who I love having Jack McClinton on the broadcast, by the way, too. Um, did a great job. But his shot looks the same every single time when he shoots a three. Like, he has it set perfectly. He doesn't rush it. Um, 
and he can, you know, cause he's so lengthy and wiry, he can make it, you know, over, um, contested defender. So, you know, it, it was, it was impressive to watch. And I, I think he is going to take another step, uh, this season as well. Yeah. And, and it's going to be needed because again, lost day. So yeah, he, he's a, he's the, the gap there. Um, I want to ask you though, too, because something that we had heard right from coach L is that you're going to see the ball in Wuga's hands a lot more and you'll see him kind of playmaking. I feel like we didn't really see that as much today. Do you think that's kind of just something just due to injury or do you think it's, do you think it's going to be something we see moving forward or? I think, I think it's something we'll probably see more of moving forward, but I think we have so many interchangeable parts. It is really attacking the way the deep, like they were, they were crowding Nigel, which meant, you know, he was the playmaker because he was attracting the defender. So it kind of made sense for him to initiate the offense in that sense because it's dragging the defense out of position. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, different coverages maybe. I do think, to your point, I, th- I still think Wuggle was a bit hesitant. And he's, I mean, he's the leading scorer of the team, made half his shots. He didn't he didn't play poorly at all. But I I think as much as the groin impact, he's probably mentally because that's one of those things where you're afraid you're going to pull it again. And, yeah. Um, and so that's why I think once he got kind of a rhythm, got loose, he stopped thinking about it. And there were a couple of times where he pulled up transition and kind of short armed some that I think, you know, as the season goes on, he'll start making those. And that's probably a lot more of what um, Coach L was talking about as well, because those are shots he wouldn't even attempt last year. So <laughs> he wouldn't really feel like comfortable doing that. So I think we'll see some some more initiating of offense like that. I mean, frankly, everything we did to work. So it wasn't really a, <laughs> a need to say, OK, let's make an adjustment and get the ball in Wilga's hands or anything like that. So. No, I think I think we'll see more of that, but no, we didn't really see any of it tonight. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought we were really fun to watch in transition. We're really athletic. More athletic than last year. Yeah. Which no, is crazy. Again, well, I mean, Jordan Miller was not that athletic. He was he was he was wingspan and he was I mean, I don't want to use the word old man game because it's it kind of diminishes what he did, but he was definitely more yeah. methodical. Yeah, he plays at his own pace. And, yeah. yeah, and it's not slow, but it's it's. Whereas, like, I mean, Cleveland shot out of a cannon. Like, he's just he wants to, you know, touch the rim on every possession. Like, it's, yeah, it's, Jordan Miller's like, I know where to position myself to get yeah. this offensive rebound. Matthew Cleveland is like, I'm running up this mf'er and getting the ball. Yeah, yeah Melissa, there's a whole ass show for you tomorrow for you to state your opinions. <laughs> Just about so with you. She can't, uh, she can't help it. I mean, we none of us She's, can. We 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 knew we were doing the show afterwards, and the show tomorrow with Listen, we had a three-person group chat going with like 400 messages in it. Like, we way to spoil the content for the show, everyone, myself included. So uh that's best with her, of course. Um, so yeah, no, but definitely Keyshawn has athleticism as well. So Nuoko, actually. Like, I think I think we're just yeah. very, very athletic. Um, and so yeah, it's gonna be you know, it's push the pace, get it up and down. That's where our advantage will be on pretty much anyone. Um, and it's actually one of the reasons we've had a lot of success against Duke over the years. Because um, um, t- we're just, we, we just, we, if we push the pace, that's why when we beat them, it's usually very lopsided. Yeah. We just kind of run them out the gym. It's true. You were going to make a point, I think? Oh, no, I honestly... I was, you you were talking about pace. I would have liked to see the pace a little bit more on the defensive side. 
Um, yeah, let's talk about that. So we've been talking about a lot of the positives. I do think there were some issues because NJIT, just to make everyone hear crap. <laughs> so, like, they're in the America East, but that's where that's they're like, like on. Yeah, if you're if you're familiar with Vermont, they're like the power in that conference. This is like the opposite. Okay, but when conference. you say power, like they made the tournament like two years ago, by I don't think they lost a single conference game, and they dominated like right. every conference opponent. Yeah, no, Vermont. Like, it, like if we were playing Vermont, that's like a legitimate. Okay. Yeah, like, that's a, that. That's my point. The NJIT is the bottom of that, um, and so they're just they're not good. And we still had some defensive issues. So I don't know if you want to. Uh, weigh in on that yeah no i mean sorry i'm reading melissa's comment so i got sidetracked i know but, she does that i mean there was some parts of like i thought it was more so like in the first half we were kind of slow to get back um i mean there was moments even last year when you know we'd make a basket and we wouldn't get back and give up a layup or whatever you know there's a couple moments of that uh Keyshawn george had one of them he took like a long three kind of just didn't get back you know, quick enough and gave up a corner three. Coach L got him back, got him back to the bench yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some foul trouble, like Bryce said too. And I um, but I think part of that was actually what you're talking about. A little lazy on defense. Like, yeah, just some of those foul, like slow rotation, so you're reaching instead of in position. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it was like miscommunications too, as well, because I thought we were actually pretty active, like in passing lanes and pretty aggressive. We had some active hands and whatnot. Um it was but almost also, like it was almost like a gambling defense, though. I, I saw Bensley and Wilga both, you know, spending a like jumping the pass lanes a lot. We don't get the ball; it does expose yeah. the back half of your defense. It's like we have rim protection. So yeah, there was one point where like Matthew Cleveland was trying to get an offensive rebound, he didn't get it, and his guy that he's guarding is like in front of him running on offense, and I think he just kind of like fell asleep, and he realized, oh no, that's my guy, and ran back to him and fouled him. Um, so there was moments of that. Um, I think it's just, you know, whether first or not game. it's yeah, it's first game stuff. Uh hopefully it can improve. I feel like we have the athleticism and the length to be better defensively this year. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but it's just a matter of how much better. <laughs> well, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think a lot to be seen on that because I don't know how good we are defensively i think bensley's our best on the ball kind of guard mm -hmm. um and then i think Wooga's just overall our best defender but like as a team unit we'll have to see here i think a lot of it is on matthew cleveland right i don't know what to expect and, from on the defensive end to yeah. be honest and i know you did some film breakdown of his time at fsu and we're not necessarily impressed with the yeah but it's yeah so, I mean, to me, though, the things that we saw, like, on film from FSU were things that can be coached up, right? It wasn't, like, you know, a lack of ability. It was a lack of, you know, whether it was not understanding where to be or falling asleep. It was more so that, you know, than anything. Yeah, and, and you know, there was there were times where kind of that, that – falling asleep, you know, NJIT had a, had a couple of runs in the first half, especially it's like, we were basically not there defensively. Um, but obviously, you yeah, but it was, we pulled away anyway, because there was some complete mismatch. I will say, I thought AJ Casey's defense was really good. His team yeah. defense was good. He was rotating well. Again, these are things we didn't see from him at all last year. So, you know, pos positive signs there, but 
again, we're, we're talking about the standards we now have for this program. The defense, and Coach Ellis said this, like the defense isn't there yet. And I think that was pretty obvious here, um, even yeah. in, in a 41-point win. You have the link, Melissa. You have the link. Um, if I see your pop in backstage, I'll let you in. Um, so I guess, I guess um, what else do you want to? I, I do want to talk a little bit about the schedule ahead and stuff as well. But like, what else? What else were your takeaways from uh, tonight's game? Um, no. Well, what do you mean... think? What do you think of the overall rotation? So we came in with. I think we kind of all knew who the starting five were. Um, but yeah, then Nwoko and Keyshawn came in first. They got Nwoko immediately got into foul trouble. Casey yeah. came in. Chris Watson didn't make an appearance until pretty late in the first half. Um, yeah, Jeff, comments are on delay, so you'll probably have heard this by now. But uh, yeah, that's exactly where we're headed. Um, so, <laughs> so like, do you do you? So first of all, what do you think of the rotation? Anything surprise you? I mentioned earlier, I was surprised that Nwoko got in there before Casey, but also, like, I mean, I feel like eventually, the, do you think this rotation shortens? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, we're, obviously, we're not going to play Joe Bay in like an actual game. Yeah, so but that's no. What I'm I about. I just mean the core players. Are. Yeah, I honestly wasn't surprised that. I mean, I, I, I thought Keyshawn George would be one of the first ones off the bench. I didn't. I wasn't like super shocked that Nwoko, um, was all also came off. I thought it could have been any, um, any four of those guys that we talked about because we had mentioned Watson. Um, AJ Casey, and then obviously Nwoko and George, yeah, yeah, George and Nwoko. So I wasn't, su- I wasn't surprised. Um, I do think it's going to be something that we see. I mean, for a decent amount, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so I can't tell you a specific game. But well, this, this is this is in. I'll I'll, I'll tell you like this, this season's going to come at us really quickly. Okay, I have it now. Yeah, I know because we got Kentucky as like or Georgia. No, we're next week. Game. Next week. Well, like, no, we got, and UCF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, that's, I what I was, that's what I was gonna say. Like UCF has given us trouble last year. Beat us at home uh, two years ago. The Elite Eight team lost them in in the, in the Watsko, and then last year, you know, won right at the end of the game. That was that that weird. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Thing where, where they where they didn't run the time off correctly and then they went to the scores table and just declared the game over and we won by two. That's on Friday. So that's <clears> the <throat> next game. Then FIU on Monday and then we're in the Bahamas, man. It's like there's not <laughs> it comes quick, man. Yeah, yeah. And then Bahamas you. and then Kentucky. Like it is it is because like you look at that after FIU, you have Georgia, right? Which I mean, still a power yeah, power conference, conference team. Um then you have Kentucky. Well, then, you, then have you have Providence. You have Providence or Kansas State first. That's what I'm oh, saying. that's this true. All yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. This, this game today was. That's why this game today was very important to like work on stuff because there's not runway here. Yeah, I mean, you have Notre Dame, who I don't think is going to be that good in the ACC. Probably, it's, it's, a, God, it's a conference game, man. We're like, aren't yeah, no, it's a conference game, game but they're, they're going to be really bad fish. Um, and then you have LIU, but then you have Colorado, which that's going to be a tough game um so you got i mean this isn't like last year yeah we got a lot of on on purpose though right we're trying to yeah so i mean this is how we're trying to build a resume um and but yeah no there's not a lot of warm-up runway here we're just right right into it next week 
two two real games next week. And again, UCF, who we're playing on Friday, is giving us trouble. Um, a lot of trouble the last two years. So yeah, this is, you know, gotta make sure we uh, take care of business there. I will say the one thing is and, and well, I mean, we'll see as the season evolves, but it does appear easier for us to get baskets this year in terms of like generate easier baskets with the athleticism because yeah. uh, as, as great as in, in, you know, Wong and Miller are, were fantastic players here. The shots they were making were not necessarily. Christ. Um, um, the, uh, the um the shots they were taking weren't necessarily um um easy they just made them look easy which then you're much more susceptible to scoring droughts because like yeah sometimes happened sometimes yeah yeah sometimes the, sometimes the the fadeaway contested jumper is not gonna go in right and so it's not your day um you know because what do you want me to do with this? I can't control everything here. I can only I can only ban him after it shows up. Um, but yeah, so I think I do think the ability to kind of have multiple ball handlers this year, um, you know, Nigel's playmaking is going to help a lot. If Woga, you know, as as has been talked about, is able to drive Cleveland's like a, a missile, um, it's it's just easier to hopefully get out of those scoring drives and hopefully avoid getting into trouble in some of these games because. Like you said, we, we'd have these droughts and get into. We're not. I mean, I don't think. I I, I don't think any of us, um, you know, are gonna expecting like we're gonna be like Virginia defensively or anything. It's more just, you know, hopefully we're a little bit better defensively. But if we're not scoring, we get into trouble against anyone, whether it be Drake or, you know, <laughs> Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette. Uh, Cornell wasn't it Cornell last year? Yeah, well, Cornell was the uh, 107, 105. Yeah, I think like, like that could still happened this year. I'll say that, but, uh, but yeah, no, there was. Yeah, I, I think I'm hoping that there's just an easier ability, and Norchad's more diverse game now. That there's just an, a better able to generate easy looks when we're in droughts, and we don't go in these extended, just taking tough shot after tough shot, and hoping they'll eventually go in. So hopefully that means games like. Uh, games like uh you know ucf are a little bit more navigable because last year again right down to the end there yeah what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net-carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right, when they start talking hemorrhoids um, <laughs> in the that's, chat, you know, it's, it's uh, I guess anything, any, so I guess, what, what is your, what is your thoughts to kind of wrap up here a little bit again, uh, Melissa and I will be on tomorrow. We'll talk about a lot of this. And also uh, the women open on Thursday. We'll definitely talk about that as well. Um, so in terms of of, of what you uh, – this, this is good. This is this is good to know for uh, we get into trouble on on Friday for sure. But um, <laughs> what what is what it kind of what is your thoughts in terms of like as the rotation evolves? You so basically uh, Casey ended up getting more minutes than anyone else off the bench because he was playing so well. 
I don't yeah. know if that was the plan coming in, but just looking around this kind of major bench time-wise, uh, where Keyshawn, Watson, uh, Casey, and then Nwoko only got nine minutes. Um, again, he got into foul trouble really early, so that might have impacted some of that. But I guess in terms of distribution of minutes, where how do you see that kind of panning out against better competition? Against better competition? So, like, once we're kind of more so well i think i think even friday is better competition right okay so friday i still think i think you have Keyshawn and probably aj coming off the bench right to start so you think uh, kind of aj's performance night might have yeah i think in the short term i still think like he'll get the first opportunity but i mean i still think nuoko's still gonna play right he still he had flashes where you know he showed me more tonight than Keyshawn did um, I'm giving more of a nod to Keyshawn because of, you know, um, everything that we've heard, you know, they're, they're high on him and the program and, um, whatnot. So, so Nwoko's the plus minus was one. <laughs> it gave me one by 41 points. So. Yeah. I mean, p- uh, box plus minus that's in one it's game. Not, it's, it's not, it's not, like, it's not, no, I know, but still like, it's hard to do that in a game where you, you know, won by 41 points, but. And you play. He played. A, I guess he only played ten minutes, so maybe it's not. It's not that much. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, Keyshawn kind of had an ass game. Yeah, he. Yeah, he only took one shot, and it was a terrible shot. He took a three uh, from uh, like uh, NBA range. Got him as zero for two on the on the stat oh, sheet here. I don't know what was the other, other one then. Maybe it was like uh, a. He might have taken like a. Oh no, it was another three. Hmm. Oh yeah, I must have not seen it. Um, yeah, but he had two boards. Two assists and three turnovers. Yeah. I don't know if we see Jakai against UCF. Um, I think it's going to more so be like Keyshawn, um, Noelko, Casey, and um, yeah, Jakai I, and Chris. I mean, this yeah, will be interesting. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I think, you know, Watson's ahead in the packing order, and I don't think Jakai is going to get – competitive minutes it looks like which is kind of what we thought already coming into the year and i don't think there's like a close game where he comes in there i'm just we actually talked about this on last week's preview you can get away without playing either of them because we have guards and we can rotate and like Keyshawn can play multiple positions aj casey can play multiple positions and then obviously you're starting cleveland at the four he can clearly slide over so you don't so you can actually have this ability to not use any of those two guys and we did yeah. for most of we did for most of the first half today, but then Watson ended up playing quite a bit overall. So Yeah. I, I do like I like Watson. I think defensively he could be uh pretty solid and I love his length and athleticism. Um I'm so obsessed with that lineup that we saw of like Nigel Pack and the and then like four guys that are six, seven or taller. Um so I thought, I but, thought... But, but it's actually a, you know, it's an interesting point because when we get into playing better competition, like there's definitely going to be games where we just don't have the, where they start exploiting our, our, cause look, our backcourt is really short now. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and then, and then you, you gotta just, you gotta just go to a bigger guard and that's probably Watson. Yeah. Did you see, I can't remember the exact lineup, but it was when Norchad was out and I, Nowoko might've been in, I think Casey was in, Matt Cleveland was in. I don't know who else was in, but they kind of went on a run and it was like all those bench guys in it. And it was like four dudes that were like six. Seven. Oh, Chris Watson was in too. 
Right. And they kind of like they kind of went on like a tw- it was like a 12-0 run or something. I think Bensley was in as well because I think he made like two threes or something. That was kind of interesting to see. Obviously, you know, I don't think that's a lineup that we're going to see, you know, in in these some of these more competitive games. Right. But I just thought it was something interesting to see when you you know talk about lineup versatility and position versatility. Yeah, and and Coach L's going to have the ability to shorten rotation if he wants to and be interesting to see if he does that because we have not had a deep bench the last few years in fact really ever like he our bench has been bensley joseph and yeah but i'm trying to think coach l does, does not generally like to play a lot of guys um so be interesting to see if he uh I mean, for a few years, he couldn't play any guys. He just, he would no, throw was, in the walk was, on. There was no bench, but even like, you know, a 2013 team, there was what it was Reggie Johnson coming off the bench and Ryan Brown. That was kind of it. Yeah. And so, I mean, even. I mean, the even, team with like, with like, I mean, obviously there was injuries and stuff, but with like Bruce Brown and stuff, they played like more of an eight, nine man rotation, right? Yeah, I think because of, of Bruce Brown. I think it was it was off the bench. It was what likes Wardenberg also came off the bench that year. Um, who else was, was it? Lawrence. Off oh, the bench? DJ, yeah, DJ Vasilovich too. Oh, Vasilovich, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that that team actually did play a pretty big rotation, but largely because of I think because Bruce got hurt, so there wasn't a clear starter there. Because I don't think any of those guys were taking his minutes. Yeah. Otherwise. Um, but yeah, that that might be the well. That's why we lost the first round. And they should have kept Quan in the game. Um, <laughs> taking a shot at, at Matt that no one else understands. But anyway, um, no. But he generally, like the last few years, we haven't. I mean, we haven't really necessarily had anyone you want to go to off the bench. But I think as the as the starting talent gets better, then there's more of a drop off to the bench. You tend to not want to yeah. take that hit, especially if you have versatility, which we have here, where. You can slide people around and keep, you know, a majority of them on the court at all times. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right, well, it's, it's one and oh, man. One and oh. There we Here go. We start, so are we, are we doing this? Because I know you said on Wednesday, right? You wanted to do one? Yeah, we can. Are we going to do one on Friday too then after UCF? Well, we certainly can. I'm down to do it. So all right, I think. Well, so are you working on Friday also? She oh, be, she might be at the game. Hold on. We might be able to do a little uh, live, live action shot here. She might go to the game. Um, oh, there I think we go. She is not, I think she is not working. But anyway, we'll get her on the show regardless. If you're at the game, you can like join from your phone or something yeah, on the way to the car or something. But we'll get you in there. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely we'll do a, we'll do a post game on. Yeah, either way. Either way, we got you. Uh, you'll have the link. You can join from your phone browser and uh, – Tell us what the atmosphere is like. Uh, we are, they are raising, for those on where they're raising the banner on uh, on uh, Friday. So we get the Final Four banner there against UCF. Um, and, and and like Matt, Matt said, uh, Wednesday, Matt and I will probably preview UCF. I haven't really looked at them much. Apparently Bryce is watching them. And... Yeah, they got a couple transfers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll probably have a little bit of a preview. Tomorrow, Melissa and I will have her take on this game and also look at the women are playing on Thursday. They're playing at 11 a.m. on Thursday. It's some kind of uh, education day or something. Something I have a bunch of school children there. They do this every year. So, oh. so you you will if you if you're watching them, you will hear the screaming. Those kids, man, they go hard. 40 minutes of screaming. 
So, That's so awesome. the mute button might be your friend, but it's still a cool thing to see. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so with that, but yeah, we're gonna have a ton of buckets this week. We're gonna we're gonna light it up like Matt did in his men's league to win the championship. This is what we're gonna end with, my friend. Yep, won the we, we, we are we are we are in the presence of greatness here. Championship Hooper here, here, Matt. Four Champ- time. Four time. Four champ. time. Four time. This was this is new news. Yeah. <laughs> so so maybe 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 you demise was a little exaggerated here. <laughs> FIU, Miami's opponent on Monday, um, a week from today. But uh yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so Matt, tell us about your championship. Do a little Al Bundy thing and then we get out of here. Oh yeah, no, I mean Honestly, I didn't score a ton. I made like three threes. Well, hold um, on. He, he didn't score a ton in the final. He focused on defense and played that that lockdown D. But my yeah, man I had, here, I had like four or five steals. Yeah, but, but, but my man here to get to the championship was lighting it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm queuing you up here. No, I mean last week. <laughs> wow, his his audio went out. Your mic went off. I don't know what happened an ad played from the ESP. I had the ESPN box score up and it just like played in my ear. I thought you played. I thought you were messing with me. I was like, what is that? No, um, no, but it, it, it messed your mic up. Though. That was weird. Yeah, that was super weird. But um, no, I had like, I think I had like 17 last week. All, all, all of my ESPN stuff is like youth site because of that. Because I'm writing these shows like, oh crap, let me grab the box score real quick and all of a sudden start auto playing stuff. So. Yeah, it's so annoying. Um, but anyway, yeah, you put up 17 last week. Didn't, you had one game where you really went off, right? Yeah, it was a week before. I had 11 threes, and then I had two free throws, so I had 35 points. Oh, my man, 35. This man put up 35. My, my buddy had 40 points. So t- I don't com- give a crap about your buddy. No, no, no. My but, man, put no, up 35. No. It's because combined, we outscored the other team. So we had 75 points, and the other team had 71. But you had 35, and that's all we care about. Yeah, that's all we care about. dropped 11 threes here, so... You know he's playing that he's playing that Miami game. He's just gonna run and gun and, and throw it up there. But then you know gets to the championship winning time, locks him up on D, kind of like yeah. what we did last year. So you gotta we, play. We hey, I just want to be a champ. That's all I want. Well, I'll do whatever well, it takes. Well, you already were in our book, and now you are more officially. So there you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so again, just to wrap up, the Canes win 101-60, open the season strong. They take on FIU. Um, on Friday, 7 p.m., that is the uh, the final four banner raising. The women open play uh, Thursday, 11 a.m. against Jacksonville at home. Um, they're raising their banner on Sunday for the Elite Eight, which is crazy that both those are going up now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. Melissa will do a little breakdown of this game as well as talk about the women. Matt and I will be back Wednesday, talk UCF. And it will be post-game after uh, – UCF on on Friday, so definitely Let's do it. Get your uh, get your hoops fixed right here, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, do you want to do you want to steal Melissa's line? Really make her angry? What? Or do you want me to do it? You steal it. All right, I'm gonna get mad. You the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.